this episode we're going to talk about infertility. So general facts about infertility. Uh, 12 months, infertility is described as 12 months of not being able to conceive. Um, it's worth noting that 90, 95% of couples will conceive within two years of trying. Infertility affects 1 in 17 couples, uh, where 15% don't conceive within 12 months. And of infertility, 40% of it is a male problem. 40% is a female problem and 20% no cause is found. So what are the causes of male infertility? Uh, some of the causes are sperm autoimmunity, so you make sperm antibodies, these IgG and IgA antibodies. Failure of spermatogenesis, so failure of your hormonal axis, uh, where GnRH comes from the hypothalamus and FSH and LH come from the pituitary, or a failure of sperm delivery, so a problem with your vas deferens or your testicles. What are the causes of female infertility? Uh, so tubal problems are a problem in 20% of female infertility. PCOS is your most common cause. Uh, so females can get upsetting of their hypothalamus pituitary axis. Problems with GnRH, FSH, LH follicular response to LH and FSH and prolactin levels. So if you've got hyperprolactinemia, that can cause female infertility. Uh, you can have problems with having receptive cervical mucus. You need a normal uterus for implantation. You need normal tubal transport. So the features and history of male infertility would include... Uh, Exploring sexual function, previous problems with your testicles, any other uh, medical problems so, such as diabetes, epilepsy or TB, kidney disorders, uh, recent severe febrile illness, the past history where they've got a past history of STIs, mumps, urethral problems, uh, get an idea of occupational history, exposure to pesticides, heat and herbicides, drug intake, alcohol, chemotherapy, Anabolic steroids, exposure to aminoglycosides, which might be everyone really, and nicotine exposure. Yeah. Features of history in female infertility include onset of menarche, see any symptoms of endometriosis, past history of STIs or pelvic infection, uh, whether she's had a previous intrauterine contraceptive device. Past history of intra-abdominal surgery. Past history of genitourinary surgery. Um, patient's obstetric history and if there's any eating disorders. So the features of male examination in infertility include looking to see if there's any sexual, secondary sexual characteristics. Looking at genitalia size and consistency. Seeing that there's present non-tender epididymis and vas deferens. Looking for an absence of varicocele, abnormal, seeing if there's a normal prostate, and looking at urethra presence and location. The features of female examination and infertility include the presence of sexual, secondary sexual characteristics, thyroid status, genitalia and breasts, and whether there's masses in the adnexae. In terms of investigations into male infertility, uh, you want to look at doing semen analysis at your first protocol, getting two samples 90 days apart, 
you know, if the sperm is bad, then you want to look at doing serum FSH. It's the most important test and sperm function tests. You can do genetic tests looking for 46XXY or 46XXY slash XY or microdeletion. Get testosterone levels and look at doing testicle ultrasounds. Investigations into female infertility would include temperature diary, cervical mucus diary, luteal hormone assessment at 21st day of the cycle, looking for low LH, high progesterone, and high estradiol at day 21. Diagnostic laparoscopy, look at the thyroid function, do serum prolactin to make sure it's not high. Um, you can do a sonohistogram, transvaginal ultrasound, uh, hysteroscopy, a CT of the pituitary fossa, making sure there's no adenoma which might be giving you hyperprolactinemia. Look at cervical culture for chlamydia. Ovulation, looking at luteal progesterone and rubella immune status. So in terms of the types of ovulatory dysfunction, there's three groups. Group one is a, a failure of the hypothalamus ovarian axis and that would be manifested as low FH and low LSH low FSH and low LH. Group 2 would be a hypothalamic pituitary dysfunction and you're looking for normal FSH um, such as in PCOS. Uh, and group 3 is ovarian failure so you've got a high FSH. Uh, the features in history of PCOS revolve around oligomenorrhea, hirsutism and obesity and further information about PCOS in history would you'd show you had infertility, oligonomeria, anovulation, a tendency to miscarry, and possibly endometrial cancer. Pretty hardcore. Um, you'd have symptoms of androgen excess, hirsutism and acne, have obesity and symptoms of insulin resistance with upper truncal obesity, impaired glucose tolerance, hyperlipidemia and hypertension. Uh, and the Rotterdam criteria for PCOS is two out of three of oligo slash N ovulation, hyperandrogenism, so clinical or chemical, and polycystic ovaries on USS on ultrasound.